It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Radio presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook. Elliot Shore Parks, James Seltzer, with you till three. What up, pal? How you doing today? Doing good, doing good. I was at a uh, John Mayer concert last night. Oh, look so at you! Understandably, my voice might sound a little sore. You know, I'm, I mean, you have to sing when you're at a concert. Oh yeah, that's Absolutely. the rule. Yeah, oh, that's that enough. is the rule. Good the people enough. around me, I'm sure, also enjoyed my voice when I was singing <laughs> at the concert. But uh, Look, I mean, he has more hits than the Beatles, so, you know. You oh, gotta, God, let's not yeah. even go there. I only know John Mayer because he played with the Grateful Dead for a while because yeah. of Dead and Company. So and just it. kidding about the Beatles thing before everybody <laughs> jumps on me. <laughs> the yeah. lines start filling yeah. up. Elliot First Beatles. Queen, now ah! John Mayer. No, yeah. But, uh, no, yeah, it was good, but I'm excited to be here with you, buddy. I can hear it in your voice a little bit. Definitely well, a little so a my, little strained, as yeah. they say. Look, so you have a very unique, beautiful voice. Oh, my voice is sometimes- you're the only person who's ever said Yeah, that sometimes on the higher side, so when it feels a little hoarse, it's like, you know, I feel like a man. I feel like, <laughs> I'm a man. What is it? You, you sound yeah. like, I'm a man. Yeah, I'm 40. Yeah. Actually true in my case. That's you are old. That's yeah, true. I'm actually 40. So. Yeah. I have, uh, you know, like six more months to use that drop, so I will try. And you'll be 41? Then I'll be 41, like seven months, whatever. Okay. Yeah. Mental note. That's really good math by you right there. Thank you, yeah. That's impressive stuff, right? (laughs) Then my next birthday, I'll be 41 if I'm 40 now. That's how this tends to go. All right, let's get into it. 215-592-9494. A lot to get into. We're going to get into some Eagle stuff and all that, but um, yesterday, we talked a lot about on the station, it was the one-year anniversary yeah. of the Carson Wentz trade. Crazy to think that it was only a year ago. So much has happened, too. Uh, it, it feels like it's 10 years a ago. A lifetime ago. It really does. It really feels so long ago, and obviously the trade in hindsight now looks you know, better and better and better and yeah. better. The first-round pick actually does turn out to be a first-round pick. And, of course, 
you know, Carson might not be on the Colts when they make the pick, which is a pretty wild thing to think about. But but I want to talk a little Carson today, and, and we'll get into some other stuff with the Eagles. And, of course, if you just want to talk Eagles roster, all that type of stuff, we're going to get into it. But smorgasbord today. You got any Eagles questions, yeah, just, just free agency, draft, Open all that stuff. Open phone Saturday. Yes, exactly. Uh, but in reality, look, with Carson, I it, it gets you thinking, right? Because it's been a, you know, a long year. I think for Carson Wentz and for us in talking about Carson yeah. Wentz and reacting to Carson Wentz, what what do you think about now when you think about Carson Wentz? Like, obviously, we talked a lot on the show yesterday, the midday show, about like what happened to Wentz, but but taking the step past because we all know what's happened to him. There are a lot of factors, and it looks like his career is really on its way toward a, a conclusion in the not too distant future. But in terms of Philadelphia, when we look back on the Carson Wentz thing, because it was obviously some real high highs and some super yeah. low lows. What do you think Carson Wentz's legacy is going to be in Philadelphia when it's all said and done? So I think the the question itself is a personal one because I like it's what what did Carson kind of how will you remember him right like that's the question you're asking and for me he's definitely one of the most influential athletes I've covered in my time as like in this profession like as a reporter like now in radio all those things because I think people expect me to say something negative about Carson. That's kind of the vibe people get from the me when I The Carson talk. hater, yeah. as you've been called many times. But when I think of Carson, what, what always the first thing that comes to my mind is how good he was in 2017. Like, I think sometimes we forget that, and there goes that, that phrase. But with Carson in 2017, I was so sure that he was the guy. Like, we spend, you know, weeks and months talking about, do you think Jalen's a guy? Should they trade for a guy? I have never been more sure about athlete than I was about Carson in 2017. Like, I thought he was that good. And so to see him go from that to what he is now or what he was at the end of his Eagles career, like, it's almost scarring in a way in about how I view other athletes. Like, you know, just talking about Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid is unbelievable right now. Like, he's probably the most talented athlete. Well, he's definitely the most talented athlete in the city, and he's one of the most talented athletes the city has ever had. But even with him, I'm like, man, you got to try to win now because you never know what's going to happen. You don't know if he's going to get injured. You don't know if he's going to fall down and, you know, like not play as well. Because in my head, I'll always think if it could happen to Carson, it could happen to anybody because he was that good in 2017. So to go from that to, you know, the ACL tear, the back uh, injury, the concussion, and then how he left. And I think there will be a lot of people out there that remember Carson for how he left. And the way he did it was messed up. He bailed on the team. Like, I don't put the Eagles at blame at all for that. The Eagles put faith in him. He did not back that faith up. And he left on, he bailed on them when things got tough. And I think that definitely he deserves to have his memory be somewhat clouded by that. But overall, like in 15 years, if I'm lucky enough to still be doing the show with you, what I'll remember about Carson is just to go from that good how quickly it turned like it's just such a lesson in, in sports for me to yeah, watch that happen it, no it really is and and i look i may or may not have said the phrase he's our tom brady at certain points yeah. that season that that left my mouth so i was definitely in the same spot you were i thought we had found the guy and it is a, a interesting kind of dichotomy to think about now with hurts thing where is hurts the guy or should we trade for the guy or this or that like it felt like we had the guy. It felt like he was the guy well, who was going to be here for the next 15 years. People, I, I always will remember, and I was probably there with it, saying, you know, talking about roster moves, like, well, you have Carson for 10 years, so you don't have to worry about that. Like, you have to make the decisions about the fact you have Carson for, Carson for 10 years. They really didn't have him for another year after 2017, if you think about it. Like, I mean, he didn't even get into his contract. Right. They gave him a new contract. He didn't even start getting it, paid for yeah. it. Yeah, so this whole idea, again, we talk about Jalen a lot on the radio of, like, can he be the guy for five years? 
Five years is an eternity. Five years ago, the Eagles hadn't even won the Super Bowl. It was Doug's second year, right, five years ago. So, sorry not to interrupt, but I thought the whole thing about, you're right, like he was the next Tom Brady here. It wasn't crazy when it happened, but it just makes you realize how rare those type of careers are. Totally, and I think it's why it took so long for a lot of us like me to to come around to where you were with, you know, kind of being officially out on Carson, you know, where a lot of us were fighting it for a long time. Like, no, 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 like we've seen this guy. We, we know right. this guy. Like he can't be this new guy anymore. So it was precipitous and all that. And look, great I, word. Thank you, buddy. Yeah. Everyone who's listened to this show knows how I feel about Carson, knows how upset I was with Carson, how much I blamed him for the way things ended here, and how much I soured on him when he left. Yeah. How much, you know, I even said I was rooting against him in Indianapolis. And I've, you know, since then, you know, he has become a more sympathetic figure in some ways. I mean, certainly in the light of the Ben Simmons thing, it's like like he looks like a saint compared to how I feel about Ben Simmons. So I have changed on that a bit. But regardless, for me, even as much as I hated the way he left, even as angry as I was with Carson and with that whole situation, my legacy with Carson Wentz is that that dude helped us win our first Super Bowl ever. Like, that is the way I will remember Carson Wentz. All the other stuff, it's a footnote for me. It's there, and I, I, I feel about the way, him the way I feel. I'm not going to love him. I'm not going to, like, you know, he's not going to be my favorite player ever and all that. But ultimately, on a basic level, when I look back at the decision to draft Carson Wentz, how the whole thing played out, going through all that suffering at the end, the whole disaster of it all, where we thought we were as a franchise, all that, like, the main thing that I'm going to come back to is the fact that that guy played a massive role in the Philadelphia Eagles winning their first Super Bowl. That's my Carson Wentz legacy. As much as all the other stuff drives me crazy and I'm upset about it, like, at the end of the day, Carson Wentz was a big reason we won a Super Bowl. Do you think in 10 years when the 2017 team reconvenes, whenever that might be, the 10-year anniversary, anniversary of the Super Bowl, 15-year anniversary, all those things, does Carson come back? Such a fascinating question. And we and how does he feel about that Super Bowl? Yeah, and I, look, I, I'm sure he doesn't feel like it was his Super Bowl, obviously. I think, you know, we could tell that from so many different things. I mean, him staying, standing on the podium with Nick and, and saying next year that's going to be me, I yeah. mean, that's, that's a clear sign in of itself that, that in his mind he was not the one, he was not the one. making it happen. And, and I think that's the right way to look at it for Which him. Which is like, sad, too, though. Of course like, it, it is, because, be again, he him. played such a mess role. Yeah. Those were his, his guys. Like, he took that team to 11-2. and two. They were the best team in football. He was the MVP of the league, you know, by everyone's estimation. And then all of a sudden, not only does that just get ripped out from under you, but then you see your backup go and take him to a Super Bowl title. Like, from a mental perspective, I, I completely understand how that completely messes with your head. I, of course. I also think, and again, we're talking about this because it's the one-year anniversary yesterday uh, of the trade. I think sometimes Carson gets misunderstood by the fan base a little bit. Like, I think now when people talk about Carson, it's that he couldn't handle this city, right? He wasn't meant for it and all those things. But I think what's get, what gets lost in that is how unique what he went through was. Like, to bring down Carson from what he was in 2017 to what he became, it was such a rare, unique, like, almost un... Uh, I can't think of the word. Predictable. Yeah, um, like unduplicable. Yeah, right? sure. Is that close enough to a word? Sure. I yeah. Think so. <laughs> you, like you'll you'll never see something like that happen again, right? The backup wins the Super Bowl, and then the next year he does it again. So I think the notion that Carson wasn't built for the city wasn't really true because before he was injured, he everyone said he was built for the city. Remember, he had like the article talking about how yeah, North Dakota, we play in the mud, and you know I'm I'm a blue collar guy as well, like blah blah. And so I just think it, you know, now we look back at him and I think in 15 years it'll be he couldn't handle the pressure. 
But I think actually what happened was it was just an incredibly unique set of circumstances that I think any athlete would really have trouble yeah, with. Yeah, I, I think there's a lot of factors to it. Obviously, I think, you know, the injury itself, I don't think he was ever the same physically. Like, I think yeah, that's, for sure. that's part of it. We know that. And I think that he never wrapped his mind around the fact that he wasn't the same physically, kept trying to do things that his body just couldn't execute anymore. And he never really changed his perspective. I don't think he worked hard enough at that the your craft of being a quarterback at, at learning all the, you know, uh, reading defenses, all these types of things. He never got better at it. He never took the the layups when they were there. There are a lot of things from a football perspective that you can criticize Carson for. But, look, he did go out, and he put his body on the line yeah. for Philadelphia. You know, we just talk again. He came back from the ACL early. Not to – yeah, he fought to come back, broken yeah. back, playing through that, all that. Like, I think, you know, and, the, the again, not to just compare, but it is so interesting right now to have this – Ben Simmons situation on the heels, you know, essentially a year later of the Carson situation where, you know, it is the idea of this guy who was looked at as the savior or one of the saviors of your franchise that you took with the first or second pick in the draft in, in each of their cases, who ultimately within uh, within their rookie contracts, essentially, you know, one year past or whatever are gone. Like yeah. it is it is a crazy thing. So when I look at these two, I do I am able to step back and be like Carson did go out and put his body on the line. Did like try at least. I don't think it was a lack of effort or a lack of caring or whatever where I, agree, where I do yeah. with Ben Simmons. So I do think Carson deserves credit for that. But I do think he also has to take blame too in the fact that he didn't I get it. It was unique. Nick Foles the whole thing and then them drafting Jalen Hurts and them miscalculating how Carson would handle it and all that stuff, but he does still take blame in that. He did still not handle all this stuff well. And, and by the way, a somewhat a somewhat acceptable response from Carson to the drafting of Jalen. Like, I do understand that one way to do it is, you know what, I'm going to come in here and prove I'm the guy anyway. I get that, but I also do think it can't be overstated how messed up it was to Carson, the fact that they drafted Jalen. Like, maybe it was the right decision for the franchise. Carson was on the way down, all those things. But from a human, a human aspect, I do understand why Carson would have been upset about that. But so with yesterday being the one-year anniversary, I was back looking, of course, what else would I do with my life but scroll on Twitter <laughs> and, and look at uh, initial responses to when the trade was announced. Like NFL.com uh, tweeted, Carson Wentz has been traded to the Colts, blah, blah, blah. Every single response is, the Eagles are such a mess. Carson's going to kill it in Indianapolis. The, the Colts just robbed the Eagles. Carson's going to make them one of the best teams in the AFC, like all these things. And so I'm happy you brought up the Ben Simmons thing because I think a similar thing is happening where people outside the city are saying, oh, no, no, we know more about this. Totally. Like ben, ben is going to be really good. Like people in Philly, you like you don't really know, like right? And with Carson, it was like that because I remember what, by the time Carson was traded, a lot of fans wanted him gone. People were ready for him. To, it was not as much as Ben. Like it was, it was more like 60, 40, yeah, 50, exactly, 50, whatever, something, something like that. that. Yeah. But I think that everyone at least recognized Carson wasn't playing well at that moment. And the, the national media was, oh, my God, like Carson's going to go there and kill it. And he didn't. And I think the same thing with Ben. Like, 100%. We here in Philly have seen Ben. We've seen the playoff. Game. We were here for it. Yeah, We've we, been we there for it. every moment of it. And this idea that he's going to go to Brooklyn, look, who knows? Maybe he'll go there and kill it. I would bet against it. Though, I would too. Because we've seen it. We know it. And it's the same thing with the Carson thing. When everyone was like nationally – the Eagles are a mess. Carson's going to go kill it. And there was a large group of people here that was like, no, Carson just can't put it together after everything he's been through. And that's what's proven to be true. And I think that that's what will happen with Ben. But question I have for you is, so we kind of both said how we feel about the Carson thing. In 10 years, how do you think he'll be remembered by the fan base as a majority? Because a guy like Donovan McNabb, 
easily the best quarterback in franchise history, just in terms of like overall accomplishments. I know you say Foles, but I get your point. Yes, yeah, like McNabb is obviously the guy, but he's not remembered like super fondly. I mean, there's a large portion of the fan base that I would say remembers him negatively, mm-hmm. and he had a way better career than Carson. Way better. So how do you think Carson gets remembered, not by me and you, but by the fan base as a whole in 10 years? And that's the question we're asking today. That, that's what's so fascinating, 215-592-9494. I think that in 10 years, enough of the anger and the frustration of how it ended will dissipate and people will remember the fact that he played such a big role in the Super Bowl, like where I'm at now. I mean, that's where I'm at. You know, I, I, It's all good. He helped us win a Super Bowl. That is my, you know, bottom line, right? We're a bottom right. line show. We always say that's my bottom line. My bottom line is after all of it, everything's happened. It's all over here in Philly. That dude helped win us a Super Bowl. I think that's how the fan base will ultimately feel in 10 years. But let's find out how they feel yeah. now because I think it's a fascinating gauge. 215-592-9494. What will Carson Wentz's legacy be in, here in Philly 10 years from now, 20 years from now? How are we going to look back on the Carson Wentz era? All that happened, what will ultimately be his final legacy here? 215-592-9494. What a pleasure it is for the first time in weeks, months even, to start the show off the way we like to start the show off. We're going to do what we do usually every Saturday at this time, and it is with, with great joy and pleasure that we welcome back our guy, Tom from Aberton. Yo, Tom! Yo, there it How is. Doing today? There it is. Man, what a <laughs> beautiful good. moment. Wow. How are you, buddy? That was beautiful. To I, I'm today. hanging in there, man. I got to tell you. Um, so uh, it's, it's good to be back. I don't know if I'm back back. Uh, I definitely feel good enough to check in with you guys. Nice. So here we'll I take am. what we can get, Tommy. <laughs> we'll see how it goes, James. Um, so, all right. So just to address the mental health issue real quick off the bat, uh, I've been off the grid for a couple months. I got a lot of support systems in place. I got a beautiful family that helps me out. I got St. James right there on my side and I have a second family. I got the whip family. Yes, uh, a lot of people from the whip reached out to me in multiple ways. I've been feeling the love. It's, it's, it's helped tremendously. Like I, I can't say that enough. Um, I guess I'd say to anybody out there, listen, mental health issues, they can creep into anybody's melon mm-hmm. uh, at any time, any place, for any reason. It really knows no boundaries. Um, it's just important to open up to someone, to, to, to get a hold of someone and talk to them about it. Some people may feel like they got nobody out there. I get that. But there are people out there. Hell, I'm Tom from Abington on Twitter. You know, DM me. I'll talk to you. I've been through it. And just to put a bell on it, um, people like Lane Johnson, Brandon Brooks, for them to do what they've done, I don't know if I'd have the courage to talk about it today if if I didn't see them go through it. So uh, thank you, James, Elliot, and and all the callers that have reached out to me. It's It's been a beautiful thing. We love you, buddy. Yeah, we we're, love you. We're happy to hear that you're, you know, on the path to recovery and, and echo everything you said. You know, we're, we're here. Call us. We'll talk to you. Uh, I know it. You know? I know it, man. So, and I appreciate it. I'm blessed. So. Let's get down to business, boys. I was yes. going to say, yeah, I mean, I, we, we need Perfect your Perfect topic for you to this. return to, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. come on. Well, I, I'm, I'm actually going to concentrate on Hertz today because, all right. all right, so as far as Carson, James, you nailed it. He was a uh, like a major part of winning that Super Bowl. But as we look back at it, I did say he didn't put the proper work in. I don't think he has any of the highly touted Hertz intangibles. And, yeah. and that's that's his downfall. So I, I would agree that Jalen does is 
I agree, and Jalen's intangibles are better. One thing I've always said, though, is I do need to see Jalen. Like what Carson went through was extremely tough, and I think maybe Jalen would handle it better. We don't know, but Jalen yeah. has not been through what Carson went through in this city yet. So I think that's one part of it. To your thing about Carson not working to improve, I think that's a fair criticism. Like I do think Carson did not take coaching well. I think that the success early on for, for him kind of led him to feel like he knew what he was doing and mm-hmm. he didn't need to listen to other people. And ultimately, you know, it's a people business, right? Like all, like all businesses, all walk of life. And I don't think Carson did a good job as a leader is building those relationships. And I think no, that's certainly played his job. Downfall. I mean, the proof's in the pudding, right? Yeah. So, all right. So when it comes to Hurts, um, so all right, there's five names out there that uh, have been, you know, talked about as far as being the, the starter here next year. So I'm going to bring those five names up. But I'm going to ask you guys to pick which one you'd want. But you have to take this into consideration. There's three things I'm taking off the table. Right. You have to take the off-field baggage out. You have to take the compensation that you would have to give up to acquire the quarterback and the salary that you'd have to pay to them. So it's so just football, strictly Straight scale. football. Straight football, this point in their career. You got Hurts, Wilson, Watson, Rodgers, Murray. Who do you choose? Watson. I so, choose again, again, in the context being all the off the field stuff, yep. none of that stuff matters. Like, just who do I want on my team as a football player? I'll take Deshaun Watson. And honestly, Tom, it's not super close for me. So, no, I know. I'm, I'm in the same boat. That's who I would pick. So I think I would still take Wilson just because, like, I don't, are we taking into account, like, team building or just, like, the next two or, like, one or two years? Because I think Wilson's the best quarterback of all of them that you mentioned. The Deshaun but Watson, Watson gives you a longer time. He does, and I know we said not taking off. We're not taking off the field stuff. But the one caveat I'll say about Watson is, I'm just worried he took a year off. Like, forget compensation, all that. That would be a concern of mine. But I also think Wilson is just a better quarterback than Deshaun Watson. That's not okay. a shot at him. I mean, Wilson's one of the you know whatever top so, twenty so all let's, time. Let's let's put the Howie goggles on, right? Because that's the only view that matters, right? So. Yeah. If Howie's looking at it, I believe that Howie believes he's the smartest guy in the room. And I think that he thinks he can get around any of the three parameters that I took off the table at the, the beginning of this argument, right? Yeah. Yep. So I think he's going after Watson. I think I agree. I think that's his target. Um, I, I mean, think it's all, been his target for over a year. Yeah, I mean, we all know that Howie didn't stockpile these draft picks without keeping his precious quarterback factory in mind. Yeah, he didn't do this to get a linebacker. He didn't do this to, you know, address the second cornerback role. He did this to get a quarterback. Trade up for the Kobe Dean. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, James Boyd. Right. So, so yeah, I, I think that's how it's going to go down, and I think Watson lines up here. Um, that's just how shocked. I see it playing out. I, I think if he's willing to come here, he'll, he will be here. I, I agree. Okay. All right, so I'm sure you have the following two people on on hold, Mad Mike and OG Wade. I, I got to say, I've been enjoying their battle over yes. the past couple months because I have been listening. Um, so Mad Mike is Mad Mike. He's just doom and gloom. I get that. And as far as OG's concerned, he's going to come on and tell you how Carson couldn't read defenses, never beat a team with a winning record. To that, I would just say I see the same thing with Hurts. And you guys have a fantastic My guy. weekend. What a pleasure, Tommy. We'll awesome to hear soon. from you. Happy man. to hear from you, man. It made our day. All right, Tommy. Much love. So, Tom, perfect call. Yeah. Except only one of those two people are on the line. Yes. So, we which, won't say who. Which one is it? Yeah. You'll find out next. It's Elliot and James. It's Gophers Radio. Where do you stand on Carson Wentz's legacy in Philly? What do you think it'll be? And we'll 
Also, uh, you know, if you want to talk Hurts, if you want to talk Eagles roster issues, believe it or not, free agency is like two and a half, three weeks away. Yeah, it's like, crazy. All of a sudden, com- it's like the oh combine is basically a week. Yes, so it is. It is coming up. So if you want to get in on all that stuff, we will talk that coming up as well. I'll tell you, James it's Gobert's radio. And let me remind you that one of the things that we love most about our Park Sportsbook app is that it's not just about the teams and only picking teams when you place your bets. They offer all kinds of action and so many different ways to bet on individual player performances. It makes watching the games so much more exciting. In hoops, you can bet points, rebounds, assists, hockey, bet goal scorers, and so much more. Plus, with the live in-game betting and the wildly popular same-game parlays, the Park Sportsbook app is custom-made for you, and that's why it's the only one that we here at GoBirds recommend. Sign up now and make your first bet risk-free on your favorite player or a player you're watching or bet on any game. It's like we always say, we're watching these games anyway. All kinds of basketball action coming up. The you know This weekend, uh, All-Star game, and then we're into games next week. There's all kinds of action. You can bet on it all with the app, and it's just way more fun to watch these games and have a few bucks on it. It just is. It increases the fun of something you're going to do anyway, and that's why it's the best way to do it. The app's fun. It's easy to use. It's intuitive. And here's the deal. Download the app and get your first bet risk-free up to $500. Just go to parkscasino.com slash PA and use our promo code GOBIRDS. That's G-O-B-I-R-D-S. Get your first bet risk-free. Your risk-free bet is refunded in site credit. The Parks Sportsbook app. The website has all the terms and conditions. It's GOBIRDS Radio, presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook. Not going to lie. Hearing that James Harden stuff got me going a little bit. I'm very excited. Oh, I'm really excited, man. Yeah, especially with how good Joel's playing. I mean, uh, the, the Milwaukee game was just absolutely insane. Uh, and then, like, Harden, plus having Harden out there, like, coaching Maxi yeah. up and yelling at Niang to do stuff and all that. It's like, well, yeah, buddy, yeah. James Harden is in the best place you can be as a Philly athlete, which is where, like, you just got here and everything you do is magical, uh, right? Like, he, leave, press he leaves Brooklyn. Yeah, like, it's perfect. You know, he's like a second game. He's on the bench and everyone's like, oh, oh, I was told this guy's a bad teammate, right? Because he's, but, so it's, it's amazing. But the Milwaukee thing's interesting because I think we both agree Milwaukee is probably the team in the East that we would they have to be the favorite. put ahead. Yeah. They won the title last year and it's the same team essentially. And Giannis is still one of the three best players yeah. in the world. Yeah, I, I agree. But they did just beat them in Milwaukee without James Harden. Yeah. Which I think is hard. noteworthy. It is, but regular season games. I mean, they lost by 48 to the Celtics. The no, game I, I, it's so I, hard. To, agree yeah, with you, but, but look, I think they're a real contender. They have a real I, shot. I also think this this Sixers team has a little bit of the 2017 Eagles like oh, look feel to it. Do just in terms it? of like, this. like you just this. I never felt it with the team last year, but getting Harden now like the special win in Milwaukee, like the those moments are starting like to this. add up. Look at this. Yeah. The Carson talk is getting him thinking. Joel about MVP it. at the All Star <laughs> game, like Iverson in 01. Let's hope let's hope Joel uh, doesn't suffer a Carson fade at any point. Yes, amen so let, to that. let's stop that comparison right there. All right, two on five. Five nine two ninety four ninety four. Carson Wentz's legacy in Philadelphia. What will it be a decade from now? Twenty years from now. We are one day removed from the one-year anniversary of the Carson Wentz trade to the Colts. Pretty crazy to think about it. All right, 215-592-9494. Tom, uh, great to have our buddy Tom from yes. Abington back, and he made a prediction that we had two callers on the line, Mad Mike and OG Wade. We have one of them on the line. Mm. Which one is it? Everyone's favorite. Everyone's favorite, and I'm going to continue my quest. For those who have not heard recent Mad Mike calls on our show, I'm going to get Mike to admit he's wrong. Okay. Because he refuses to admit he's wrong. So with Carson Wentz being the topic today, we have another opportunity. Because Mad Mike told us Carson Wentz is going to go to Indy. Oh, yeah. And he's going to win the MVP. And he's going to win the Super Bowl. Mad Mike, you were hey, wrong. Will you admit uh, it? I didn't say I that he would. I said I hope he does. Oh, uh, what a spin. What a spin. I, I hope he does. 
No, I hope he rubs it in Howie Rosen's dumb face. So that's what I said. So you can check that tape because that's exactly what Michael. I said. Yes. Michael, what's on your mind, buddy? Uh, so here's my thing. I'm just coming at you with a different approach. Wow, this. I like that. I respect a different approach. Mix so I, uh, this guy gets a lot of hate and been hated on, but I would take Kirk Cousins oh, gosh. this this off season and for the next couple of years because. And, and I don't understand why people wouldn't like this guy because he was a fourth-round pick, worked his way up to being a very good starter in this league. He's 67% completion passes. The guy hits 4,000 yards on, and, and 33 touchdowns. Like, he's a very, very good, good quarterback mm-hmm. that probably wouldn't cost you a lot of capital, that you could keep a lot of your draft picks, and he would be able to come in you'd have an instant upgrade at the quarterback position and you could still build around him. So I think real quick. So I, I think I did that not see this coming. Yeah. Anyway. So Matt might call in to, to stand for Kirk Cousins. Here's what I'd say about Kirk Cousins. One, I think if you talk about just like standing in the pocket and throwing the ball and nothing else, just that I think Cousins is near the top of the league, like top 10 at just that. I think he throws a really great ball. He can be really accurate. Like all those things. My concern yep. with Cousins is, he has so much talent around him in Minnesota. He's always kind of had talent in Minnesota. Washington, not as much. And he's never really put it together. I think what you're saying is true, that if Kirk Cousins is their quarterback next year, they're a better team probably than they are with Jalen Hurts. Oh, they for sure are. Yeah, I, I think and they for sure are. he's never are. had a very good offensive he's line He's just anywhere. a loser is the problem. But that's my thing. Mike. I just think he's Cousins just is kind of a loser. He's a loser. And I don't think he's a loser. Evidence suggests he's a loser. I will say he did go into New Orleans he had to win one a playoff, playoff game. game. But one it's playoff, tough. It's tough to go into New Orleans and beat win. the Saints in the playoffs. Oh, yeah, I, I, Kirk I think, and honestly, I think a guy that talk about a lateral round. move. At least Hurts no. has upside. We know what Kirk Cousins. Well, let me ask both you guys this: Would you give up a second round pick for Kirk no, Cousins? I, I sure I don't would. Want, I know you would. I wouldn't. I don't want okay. Kirk Cousins. I'd rather play. I'd rather. I'm in the middle on this. I'm unclear what I would do. Mike, I like this spinning us off our from a work ethic standpoint if you get drafted in the fourth round and you work your all right way you're not going to turn cousins into some like american yeah, hero like, well, story, okay? like all right you know like a fourth round pick right. is not exactly starting as an undrafted rookie he went to a big time college like you know yeah, but he's got thirty three thousand yards past. yeah like, he's very I good think, like i think he's undersold and i think it's, it's ridiculous i think no, I, look i think it's a good point to do what he's done in this league and for people to just be, you're, he's a loser. I think Jalen Hurts is a loser. How about that? I hey, mean, Mike. I'm sorry. I'm tired of seeing Jalen in stupid intangibles. This guy's actually done stuff in this league. Mike, Kirk Cousins is a loser. We'll talk to you next week. Look, I mean, going into New Orleans and beating the Saints is oh, impressive. God. But l- let's remove our opinions from this. I've said it a few times. I'll say it again. We should not discount the fact that Kirk Cousins is a possibility for the Eagles. No. It's we, not a possible. No, no, but I'm saying remove your own. No, I'm just saying it's. A, why would they do that? It's a lateral move. Why would it's not just, a lateral move? It's the minus tiniest. But you're not winning the Super Bowl with Kirk Cousins. You're not. But let me ask you're you not this. a real contender with Kirk Cousins. What's the point? Like at least Hurts is young and can become better. We know what Kirk Cousins. Right. Is. So I I don't think I would do it, and I'm much more in the camp of wouldn't do it. Th- I wouldn't give up a fifth round pick. Okay. For Kirk well, that, I, but I don't I don't need Kirk Cousins. But if you're the Eagles the and you point? don't believe, what's, be- what's my well, strategy? The point Bring is, in Kirk if- Cousins to make the playoffs for a year or two, like woohoo, yay, go! From the Eagles' perspective, their opinion, not mine, their their opinion on it would would be if they did it, he's better than Jalen. We don't believe in Jalen, and Kirk Cousins is a better quarterback, so we have a better chance to win. And if you're giving up a second round pick, like 
I don't know. I, I wouldn't do it, but I don't think I would crush them if they did. My vote would be to just see what Jalen is next year, over trade for Cousins, but I don't think it's a crazy trade to make if they did it. Yeah, I think it's crazy. I think it makes no sense from a roster-building perspective. Like, what's the what's the end game here? What's the well, the end game is you're better. For a year or two. Like, what's the point of well, that? Kirk Cousins isn't, like, 40. You're not winning the Super Bowl with Kirk Cousins. You're what's probably the point? not. But you're definitely not. He's been in the league long enough to we know he's best, 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 best. Yeah, and Matthews, and Matthew Stafford went to the Rams. Stafford's and, way better than Kirk Cousins. Way better. Stafford is better than Kirk Cousins. Absolutely. I, he's way I don't more think he's way from better. From a talent perspective, you're right. he's he is a special is light, arm. Yeah, he was the first pick of the draft. But like, Cousins, I mean, obviously Stafford won a Super Bowl now, but if you re- remove that. Like, I would have said Stafford was better last year. I, I would too, but I don't think it's like. You know, Stafford's a ten and Cousins is like a six. Like I think Cousins is like a three, and I'm just kidding. But Cousins, I I just think I zero percent interest in Kirk Cousins. Yeah, like and zero. I'm not, I'd rather draft. I understand that than, than right. trade for Kirk Cousins. Two one five five nine two nine four nine four. Let's go to Havertown and talk to my buddy Jimmy. How you been, pal? Yo, James, what is up, my brother? How you been, buddy? One of my brothers and uh, what's the name? What's up, Elliot? What up, my man? Talking sports, of course. I love it, Jimmy. What's on your mind today, pal? Yo, uh, Kirk Cousins, uh, you got James, you're a little hard on him. Ain't you calling him a loser? This is a team sport, remember, bro? Well, he's a loser. I don't know, you know. I just what it is, Jim. Right, I'm just call like I see there, it, buddy. It just, it's just so, what's the name? A few times I, I find you so negative against someone, and Kirk really hasn't done anything to Philly fans, that's for sure. So I'm not sure where you're, uh, what's the name coming from. I just don't Your think opinion. he's very good. I think he's fine. I think he's the definition of an average NFL quarterback. Yeah, no, I think that's fair. I think he's the yeah, 15th to 18th best quarterback. It's, it's, no, my he's, venom he's is not, not my venom is not specifically towards right. Kirk Cousins. My venom is to the idea of the Eagles trading I for Kirk I couldn't Cousins. agree with you more that he's average, but his attitude is pretty good. I like his attitude. I'm a bad guy. I'm saying he's a loser yeah. as a football no, no, player. Like, I'm not, like, way, ripping him as a human I being. I mean, as a winning attitude. I think he tries to be a winner, don't you? Don't you think I don't he's know. Like, he's got a lot of bad body player? language. The whole Justin Jefferson thing was weird. Like, I, I mean, he know. did come to Philly and beat the Eagles in that big game to win the division. Yeah. Remember? He like also 20. lost to the Bears in a game the Bears yeah. had no yeah, bit, sure. like, didn't need to win at all to but, miss out on the playoffs. A, a win and end game, and he lost to a team that was playing for nothing. But he's not the 18th best quarterback. Like fifteen to eighteen, isn't it? somewhere in there. Yeah, I could easily throw out there that Tom Brady was shut out, not beat. He was shut out this year, and nobody, nobody after that followed the same game plan. How is that possible? Do I grow up a boxing fan? Oh, with the, the Saints game. That's a, a good bit. point. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, well, no, not everyone has the Saints. Is, yeah, they're talented yeah. defensively, but you know, if a guy is beatable for a liver shot. But that's not my game, or body shots. I'm not going to beat up his kidneys all game. But if that's what he's going to lose to in a fight, when you fight him for four or six rounds, whatever you're going to go in there for, then that's how you fight him. You fight him against his weakness, not just your strength. You can just use your strength, and you might win like that too. But why not go after his weakness? I'm so tired of saying it, James. I'm so tired of people having to hear me say it. I know you're tired of hearing me say it. Game of football is aggression. I can't stand this new style of staying back and waiting to see what the offense does. Force your game. Show them what you have. Keep them guessing. I'm not saying blitz every time. I hate. Ah, I like this. You're going after that. Elliot's guy. I'm going after the blitz. I'm going after the blitz. Stop sitting back. We all hate this new style of football. We hate it, Jimmy. We love an aggressive defense. I love it. What a pleasure. I, I, all again uh, soon. I. I just think that's such a flawed way to look well, at Well, I mean, defense. the Bengals did just, you know, stop patching Mahomes by dropping guys back. That's what you saw like, a yeah. lot of the really good defenses yeah. do against I think Jonathan Gannon's just a bad defensive coordinator, but, you know. Well, but, so, I, I was looking it up this week, and if you look at teams that gave up the fewest points in the league this year, a lot of them are teams that also blitz the fewest amount of times. And I know it's not just, like, 
one does exactly good defensive line. That yeah, really that's helps. it. That's yeah. basically what it is. If you have yeah, a good defensive rushers. line, right, and that's not on Gannon, that's on Howie. Oh. Oh, that's fine. You can rip Howie if you want. Why don't you rip Howie? The floor is yours. You want to go? Yeah, you can go I've, after. I've always said Howie. Look, the, oh, uh, the defensive line needs to be way better. Give it to I, me. Look, I, I think we're both agreeing that's not Gannon's fault. Music to my ears right here. Yeah. <laughs> also give him an extension. <laughs> yeah, that's something we'll get it to. 215-592-9494. So if you want to talk Eagles, as the last couple of callers have, we will take those calls. The draft is coming up. Obviously, free agent is like three weeks away. It is coming up soon, so get on that. And then Carson Wentz's legacy here in Philadelphia. What will it be in 10 to 20 years? When we look back on it, will it be the the annoying, frustrating, angering way he went out the door, or will it be the stuff that happened before? 215-592-9494. It's Elliot and James. We're coming right back. Go Birds Radio, presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook. Elliot Shore Parks, James Seltzer with you till 3. John Johnson coming up next. Let's get some phone calls. 215-592-9494. Where do you stand on? What do you think Carson Wentz's legacy will be in this city 10 years from now, 20 years from now? And how do you feel about Carson? What will you remember about Carson's time here and, and how it ended and all that? And, and obviously, as, as other callers have done, if you want to chime in on Hertz, on Jonathan Gannon, on the draft free agency coming up, we'll take those calls as well. 215-592-9494. The man who did such a, a, a able job filling in. Yes. For Tom from Abington during his, his hiatus from, from leading the show off. Our other Tom. Tommy in Vancouver, buddy. How you doing, pal? I'm doing very well. How are you gentlemen doing? What up, Tom? Good to hear from you. And uh, it was good to hear from Tom from Abington as well. Yes. Yeah, it really yes. was. Yeah, and I'm not so sure about Mad Mike, though. <laughs> you know? I would I, guess that... Mike brought some good points I, today. Look, I appreciated it. I'm guessing other people didn't, but, you know, I, I enjoy Mad Mike. Oh, Mike's no, I also. appreciate it. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I just don't think that it... Uh, I, in in my opinion, it's not very valid. But these Thank are you. these are all opinions. I agree these with you, Tom. Agree with you, sir. So, what's yeah, on your mind yeah, today, yeah. bud? Thank you. Well, I'm thinking Carson was his own worst enemy, and the, that yes, there were a lot of things that the I do think the Eagles did him a major disservice. They completely flubbed. And their emotional intelligence is pathetic, uh, despite what the owner might say. And that they, they they one of the lessons is they've got to treat QBs with more uh, with more respect. And another lesson is it's really, really hard to evaluate QBs in the draft. And it made me think about how many great QBs that are playing or recently retired that were drafted in the top five. Mm-hmm. Even Patrick Mahomes wasn't. So, it's Tom, really, really hard. Where, where I would push back yeah. on you a little with the Carson thing is, and I agree, like I said, the, the drafting the jail, Jalen Hurts, like I understand from a human perspective being Carson and that not being something you would be happy about. And I do think if you're the Eagles and you legitimately want Carson to be your guy for the future – why you don't make that pick. But I also think what is being overlooked is, like, Nick Foles won the Super Bowl, and they gave the job back to Carson. Nick Foles then took the team to the playoffs when they were not going to go there, won a playoff game, and they still gave it back to Carson. And so, gave him a contract and, on top and, of and, yeah. Yes, and, well, that's the biggest one. Gave him a massive contract when he was, you know, somewhat trending downwards, right? So I do think from an emotional intelligence perspective, you're right that drafting Hurts wasn't it. But I think Carson holds plenty of blame as well in terms of, like, they showed him a lot of faith when he wasn't earning that faith, and he ended up bouncing on them the first time things got rough for, for him. So I would say that he did not bounce the first time things got rough. Yeah, I actually he regretted that as soon as I said injuries. it. Yeah, no, you're right. Right, right, <laughs> yeah. right, right. Okay. right. But yeah. that's because of injuries. What he did, he did bounce the very first time he felt like the team, and I guess their Hurts pick, you could say, felt slighted, but... Other than the Hurts pick, that's the only time he felt like the team slighted him. 
Okay, so now I'm going to go on a slightly different tangent, but still on the same topic. Mm. And I'm going to say that Carson Wentz is an egomaniac. And mm. he's a narcissist. He's a narcissist. And he's, uh, he's stubborn. And all of those things are what actually did him in. So he thought he was going to have a better fit when he went to Indianapolis, not only because of Frank Reich, but culturally it was probably a better fit uh, given the town that he's from. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and he's, he's just not particularly likable. The things that he sent to Foles after the Super Bowl uh, about uh, next year, it's, uh, it's mine and such. And the team obviously, incredibly, I thought they were going to back him the next year Me and too. fight harder so he could have his own. But clearly, clearly, he doesn't have enough of a personality that they were willing to do that. And so I think in another 10 years, the only way he's going to come back and he's going to be able to redeem himself is if he comes back, if he goes through some sort of transformation. He, yeah. is, he is religious, so it could happen that he goes over some sort of transformation and he puts aside his ego more and he admits some of this. Tom, fantastic call. And I think that is a great point. You know, one of my biggest issues with Carson on the way out was accountability. The idea that it didn't ever seem to be Carson's fault. It always was someone else and something else and some other way of, you know, angling. Even when he talked after games, we all heard it. Like, we all heard it over and over again. He would say something talking around it instead of being like, I suck today. Like, I was horrible. Well, this look, is there a, was times he took, he said things like that. But he always qualified it. Like, the point was, regardless, like, the, the amount of accountability that he should have taken on his shoulders, he didn't. He didn't. And I think that's a fair point. And the stubbornness, I think, is a great point. And I think that goes to what we were talking about with not being able to be coached particularly well. He thinks he knows better. I think that's all fair criticism. I, so, Tom said, you know, maybe he'll have an awakening. And I don't, what, like, the religious stuff, I don't want that's his faith. Like, but I think I, it's humility. It's will Carson be humbled and learn humility? I, I just don't think Carson can do it anymore. Possibly, I think he's yeah. physically shot. Oh, I agree with that. Yeah. Like oh, I'm I not talking could... about. I think Tom's talking about legacy wise. I think he's talking down the road. I I think as a football player, he's cooked. Like I think I think best case scenario is a starter for one more year, and then if he wants to be a backup, he can or he retires. Well, but... the tough thing for Carson will be the situation in theory that he goes to will not be as good as the Colts. Like oh, he's not going to be the guy. It'll be a placeholder job. It'll be a like, all right, well we drafted Kenny Pickett, but we'll give. Car- I, I'm not as sure about that. I, I don't think anyone commits to Carson Wentz in a meaningful. No way. one commits to him for more than a year. But I would agree with you point. on that. That's but, my point. But I could see a team like maybe Tampa or Pittsburgh or Washington, dra- like bringing him in and not taking a quarterback in the first round. I mean, that's possible, but yeah. I think it's clear that it's not a long-term commitment when they do. 215-592-9494. Let's go to Downingtown talk to my buddy Paul. Paul A. Hey, what's happening, guys? What's going on? What up? I've kind of come full circle. Well, I wouldn't say full circle on Carson Wentz. I'm, I'm not excited about him or anything like that, but I guess because it's not a personal relationship we're talking about, it's just appreciation for an athlete. I don't. Maybe I don't have the same bar that some of these other people do. He can be a condescending jerk all he wants to. I'll still walk across the street and shake his hand for helping us win a Super Bowl. Yep. Maybe that makes me naive, but he's not in my personal like scope. You know what I mean? We're not yeah. buddies. You know, I don't rely on him for anything. We're just talking about you know honoring an athlete. We're not talking about accepting him as a person or bringing him into your personal circle. You know, so I, I don't really need anything from him. I don't need an so, apology, I, even though I agree with James about you know, I would have liked to have seen accountability. So but I see your point, Paul. And look, everyone can have their own personal opinion for you, and it's fine. Like, off-the-field stuff doesn't seem to matter for you, right? But I, I also think there's a lot of athletes in this city that, because of off-the-field stuff, are way more special to the fan base. So while you you are right that ultimately Carson helped them win a Super Bowl, and it, to you that's all that matters, like, I don't know. I mean, Carson had a chance to build a special relationship with the city, and I don't think he did that. And, bec- and, and I've seen other athletes really try to make that happen. I've never felt Carson 
like was as into that as other athletes were. I agree with you. And, and I have a, I don't know if it's actually duplicitous of me, but I think although there's a lot of parallels between Ben and Carson, I don't think that Carson betrayed us. And I feel absolutely betrayed by Ben. And mm. that's why I wouldn't walk across the street to shake Ben's hand and I call him a jerk. I have the same reaction. And I was really annoyed and mad when the whole Carson thing happened. But like the Ben Simmons thing has totally crystallized like comparatively what Carson Wentz is. But and to they, your point, I, like Carson Wentz, I would, like I said, my legacy with him is he won the Super, helped win us the Super Bowl. Ben mm-hmm. Simmons, like, I hate that guy. So yeah. I'm with you, man. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the exact word I would use. And I don't use it lightly because I don't really know the guy. But Agree. everything that he's demonstrated, what he's done in Philadelphia, I mean, they're, they're both very entitled athletes. But Simmons takes that entitlement to a whole new level. I mean, above and beyond what Carson well, did. And it, it just it disgusts me on a lot of levels. Paul, and, uh, I couldn't agree more, man. I really couldn't. Great call as always. So I actually disagree. I don't think what Ben did is that different than what Carson oh, did. I think it's very Both of them forced to trade out of a situation. Carson they didn't happy. refuse to come to work. He didn't refuse to do his job. Like well, Carson went out and put his body on the line. Like yes, eventually he has to be traded after he got benched, but he did not stop coming to work every day and refuse to play for well, a Philadelphia team. But part of that is because he was traded before the season. I think Carson would have reported because it's different in the NFL than it is in the NBA. But you have to acknowledge that Ben was held into the regular season, whereas Carson was not. So once Carson requested a trade, it, uh, he didn't come back. It doesn't matter, though. But like, how does it not matter? Because what Ben did is it's just levels worse. Ben was, I mean, they were both signed to a long-term contract, so from that perspective, I could see it. But, right. again, Ben did, like, a, like first and foremost, again, he didn't come to work. He, maybe Carson, that would have happened, but it never happened. He didn't have that opportunity. Carson right. never said, I refuse to show up to work for the Philadelphia Eagles. He asked for a well, trade. Well, he did demand a trade. He demanded a trade. That's, right. that, like, that's, that's, that's kind of saying I'm not going to come. Look, I don't like it, but, again, what I think what Ben did is light years worse. And the way Ben talked about us, the way Ben acted towards us, Ben wouldn't even come into our building, like refused to be in Philadelphia. Like, look, I just think like what Ben did, that's what stars do in the NBA. Like people forced their way out. Like Anthony Davis sat in New Orleans and I know he came to the games and stuff, but what Carson did is very similar to what Ben did. Like they both forced their way out and the Eagles needed Carson way more than the Sixers needed Ben. I don't know if that's necessarily well. Be, well, here's true. what I'll say: I Carson's mean, not as good, but he was the franchise quarterback. Yeah, but ben also was you the only second. Have five guys who were on the court at a time. In well, NBA no, Carson's too. way more important than Ben was. I, maybe, I mean, probably, yeah, but like he's the quarterback, like, he's the, the most quarterback position. But, but in sports. even still, like I wouldn't say like light years more important. Like Ben was still incredibly important to to the Sixers. He like, was from like a financial investment. And also, he was spoke like the build team building. The point is, he has to be incredibly important. Obviously, they traded him, but I'm saying if he were on the court, he'd be their second best, in I, theory, their second best player. I think Carson's viewed differently because Carson helped them win a Super Bowl. If I, they don't win the Super Bowl, I think it's viewed very similarly. Because I, a lot of the Ben anger is because they didn't win and he played bad in the it's playoffs. because at least Carson went out and put his body on the line. Like, Ben didn't. Ben never tried to get better. I mean, I know Carson, I think part of his issue, too, is they didn't get better, but at least Carson went out there and put his body on the line. Like, Simmons did well, the Simmons bare Simmons minimum. He, I, I don't know if he did. He didn't that. shoot. He didn't yes, do the one I thing agree. you're supposed to do. Carson's Carson a, was yeah. flawed. Carson didn't know how to read his defense. Carson couldn't get past his what he thought he could do athletically and then it, where his body failed him and he couldn't make those same plays, like all that stuff. But at least Carson, like, tried to get better. He just didn't do a good job of yeah, it. Yeah, I agree the Ben Simmons shooting thing is a unique thing in that way. But at the end of the day, both of them forced their way out of Philly. Like the the, the yeah, but it's how they did it. I mean, the whole mental health part of it was Simmons, and who knows? We're not going to get into that whole ball yeah. of wax. But like, 
the way I, all I know is I have a much sour oh, and I think a lot of grosser taste way. in my mouth from Ben Simmons than I do from from Wentz. Right, but both and I them, was super angry about the Wentz thing. And at no point, as angry as I was with Carson, was it close to how I felt about Ben Simmons? Which which team like Ben forcing his way out ultimately didn't impact the Sixers that much. Carson forcing his way out now how he handled it well, so it didn't matter. It could have like sank the franchise for you know two, two years. Yeah, but so could have the Ben thing. Not I mean, really. The ben- they haven't beat. But uh, what do you mean they they still had to get something for Tim? Daryl Morey, thank God, Daryl Morey's here and he saved the day. But like, if they had tr- made other trades, people wanted to them to like well, trading him for like pennies on the dollar, De'Aaron Fox or something. Like, yeah, that sinks the Sixers before, as a title contender. It sinks the Sixers before they got hardened. The the Sixers were like a top four team in the East. No, right? they weren't. No, they weren't. Well, I'm not they talking weren't. about record. The I'm saying they might- wouldn't. But even then, no, like they probably weren't. Like they were average with those teams, but they certainly weren't. Like they have a real chance to win the title now. They did not before. And if they trade for De'Aaron Fox or something, they certainly did not. Like, but they didn't have a chance with Ben either. Well, if theoretically they did, if Ben played and was whatever, I, I but that was, he was I never going to play. I really believe that. I mean, I think if Ben came back, I don't think you would have said, okay, they I mean, have a chance. Look, now. all that happened, I didn't think Ben was ever could come back. It's a whole separate discussion. Right. But I think that. In a holistically speaking, yes, I think that Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid had a chance to win the East for sure, but they never did. They never got of out the second they round. Did. And I don't think Ben Simmons is that great a player ultimately, and and that's you know ultimately what you come back to. But at least I'm talking in terms of like the view of the room. They had a better chance than if they trade for De'Aaron Fox. Like that's not winning anything. So think about this during the break. Who do you think's had a better career, Carson Wentz or Ben Simmons? Don't answer. I want think about it. All right, two one five five nine two ninety four nine four. Either way, Ben Simmons way worse than Carson Wentz. I'm not allowing any of this slander on our show. As much as I'm not a Carson Wentz fan, Ben Simmons is the worst, the least, my least favorite person in Philadelphia sports mm. history. That's what Ben Simmons is. Two one five five nine two ninety four nine four. We will run calls next segment. Get on now. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. It's Elliot. It's James. It's Go Birds Radio, and I'm reminded that one of the things that we love most about our Park Sportsbook app is that it's not just about the teams and only picking teams when you place your bets. They offer all kinds of action and so many different ways to bet on individual player performances. It makes watching the games that much more exciting in hoops. You can bet points, rebounds, assists, and hockey, bet on goal scores, plus the live in-game betting and the wildly popular same-game parlays. The Park Sportsbook app is custom-made for you, and that's why it's the only one that we here at Go, Bear, Go Birds recommend. Sign up now, make your first bet risk-free on your favorite player or a player you're watching, or bet on any game. And like we always say, it just makes watching these games so much more fun. You're going to watch them anyway. We're all sports fans. Having a little action on it just adds a little stakes and makes it a much more fun experience. And, and the Park Sportsbook app is fun. It's easy to use. It's intuitive. And here's the deal. If you download the app and get your first bet risk-free up to $500, just go to parkscasino.com slash PA and use our promo code GOBIRDS. That's G-O-B-I-R-D-S to get your first bet risk-free. Your risk-free bet is refunded in site credit. The Park Sportsbook app, the website, has all the terms and conditions. Jim, James, Jimothy, Elliot, Elliot. That's right, it is Go Birds Radio, presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook. Elliot Shore Parks, James Seltzer with you. Till three, John Johnson, JJ, coming up at three. Yes, sir. You like JJ for, for a John Johnson or a Jim Jackson, that type of thing? You had JJ? No. You just don't like any of the... the well, I really don't like the JG. Well, the JG big, for Jonathan Gannon is... Big hater of... It's a disaster. The, 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 the it's a disaster. JG. I yeah. mean, I don't know how you can It's not a good guy. nickname. I think it's like like another man calling him... Like, I don't know. I'm just not the big... I'm not into the JG. Yeah. I think, you know... He's a good coordinator, but I'm just not into <laughs> the nickname. 
JJ coming up next at 3 o'clock. 215-592-9494. Interesting discussion breaking out there at the end of the yeah. segment there, comparing the Carson Wentz exit to the Ben Simmons exit. I mean, in my mind, it's it's just light years worse what Ben did, but but you seem to think that well, the Carson's think, pretty similar. Because I think the winning, because we started the show, and what we're talking about today is how do, you, how do you remember Carson and, like, what's his legacy here? And you said the ultimate thing for you is that he helped win the Super Bowl. Yep, right? that is how I remember Carson and I think it's all said and done. The reason Ben's view differently is because they didn't win anything, and he was a part of that. Like, he played in those playoffs. Well, and he was, he was and also, he was a, like, the, more the symbol of losing. Yes, like, exactly. You know, yeah. And, look, he didn't improve all those things. But he did force his way out the same way Carson did. Like, there was no, there, like, in terms of— I mean, of, other than the fact that, that Ben Simmons didn't show up for work. But, Carson, again, Carson was, was traded. It was an I know. But like still, how like, does, it I is think factual. Howie deserves credit Carson for getting did, that taken Ben care. did not show up for work for eight months or whatever. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, and, but I think part of that is the playbook of the NBA versus the NFL. Not like, when you have four years. He's the first person in the history of the NBA to do it with four years left on his deal. No one's ever done that. But, but never. once you request the trade, like, from that point on— and. I, I, like, I'm not trying to paint myself in the Look pro Ben corner. Ben Simmons but I'm saying, like, I don't get, here. like, Carson oh. did the exact same thing. And Carson it's is not the, the exact same But Carson's thing. also way more important than Ben. But Carson was the franchise quarterback of the most important team in the city. Like, he was arguably the most important athlete in the entire city. And he forced his way out. Ben, like, was just an underachieving number no, one no, overall. Just under, they, they gave him, he made more money than Carson even. Yeah, well, that's because, again, like, that's the NBA. Yeah, but still, no, so like the he, financial I mean, committee, yeah, it's a little I guess, bit more. Yeah, yeah. yeah and also more. Carson got guaranteed versus Carson's Ben. Carson's was not, 128, yeah. it's 150. And also not all that's guaranteed. And it's all guaranteed for Ben, but also yes. it's 150, even the, the the final number was more right. regardless of what. He'll definitely get more regardless. But um, interesting question. We'll throw that in the hopper to 215-592-9494 on the, the Wentz versus Simmons of it all. Who do you think had a better career? Um, I think who is better at their sport, so to speak, I mean, again, I, it's hard to, to take out the fact that Carson did help the Eagles win a Super Bowl and that that goes on the career mantle. But I think all, like, just as a player, Ben Simmons yeah, has probably I, been better at his sport than Carson has I think been. Carson reached a high that Ben has not. Mm-hmm. But I think— That's a good way to put it, but consistently Ben's across. floor is way higher than Carson's. It's a really good like, way to put ben, it. Ben almost doesn't even have a floor in his ceiling. He just, like— He just, just is what he is. is. He's been he the is. same player every year. Exactly. exactly. He doesn't yeah. go up and down, He just except for that Hawk series yeah. where he was a special bad. Yeah. Special, special bad. kind of bad. 215-592-9494. So if you want to chime in on that as well— um, we would love to hear it. We'll try to get to as many calls as we can this segment. Let's go to Glenside and talk to Matt. Hey, Matt. Hey, guys. How's it going? What up, man? Hey, a couple bad takes from Mad Mike. I can't believe he wants Kirk Cousins. Uh, um, this is what we've come to know from Mad Mike. Bad takes. Is it that bad of mad. a take, Matt? I mean, Cousins is yeah, better than hers. Bad take. Oh, my God. Look, look, look I'll, you I'll disagree? be honest with you. I think Kirk Cousins is only good against the Eagles. I, I, I mean, he he can't hit Justin Jefferson, who's always wide oh, open. Je- Jefferson yeah, can put up some Kirk pretty Cousins good Cousins throwing it to Jalen Reger, I think it's right. going to be a it, different outcome. It's pretty interesting. Everybody's mad Justin Jefferson's so good. Like, what do you think? The th- he's throwing the ball to himself? Like, who do you think is throwing all those passes? He makes to him? Kirk Cousins I mean, look better. He's wide open point. most of the time. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's the and, point. But it's not like he's he ca- yeah. Well, I, look, I, again, I'm not huge on Kirk Cousins, but the idea is 18. Sounds like you are. He's not the 18th best quarterback in the NFL. I mean, he is 15, closer to, to, like, 11 or 12. Oh, come on. Yes. Yeah, well, either way. I mean, Elliot, your take regarding Ben Simmons and Carson Wentz, I think in a macro sense, is correct. Well done. Yeah, you know, they both forced – thank you. Yeah. They both forced their way out. Yeah. Um, however, I think Carson Wentz needs to send Ben Simmons some kind of gift basket as, like, a thank you for definitively taking the ring. <laughs> I know. Yes. Dude, even for me, Matt, I said that. Like I said at the beginning of the show, like – 
I have softened on Carson Wentz because of this Ben thing. You know, it's made me look at Carson as as less bad just because I'm. I it's this feels so much worse. I also me. think with Carson, the fact that we've seen the outcome of it makes it easy to feel sympathetic for him because he's no longer a threat to make the the team look bad. Whereas with Ben, there's I don't think it's going to happen, but there's still a chance that he could go to Brooklyn and play well. And then the the feeling from the city is like we could have had we could have still had that guy if he didn't force his way out. Yeah. Yeah, but hey, one one last thing for fun, I think. Would it be the ultimate troll move for the Eagles to go and sign Carson Wentz to a one-year backup QB deal? Yeah, well, Elliot was joking around me earlier, and he was saying they should sign Carson, bring him in for training camp, and then, and then cut, cut, cut him on the last day before oh, the season God. starts. How he calls That's him in, brutal. like, look, you know. Look, I think Carson. it's time we se- go our separate ways again. Yeah, and he should have the, the old fat head that he have, like, sitting next to the desk, and he's like, you can take this with you, Carson. Yeah, I don't need this up. anymore. Oh. Yeah. And lastly, the Eagles definitely missed out. Brian Flores is now with the Steelers. I just saw it. I was going to bring it up. Yep. Yeah. They could have hired him. And put what him what is the job he got? He's got like a defensive assistant, like yeah. linebackers and line, defensive He's a, like a linebackers coach. Yeah. Who needs a yeah. linebackers coach? Senior defensive assistant. My guess, he wants to go work with, with Mike Tomlin. And I, of course, yeah. but still, that's a great defensive oh, yeah. mind to come in there. Yeah. Uh, Matt, I, you <laughs> would agree we'd rather have him than Jonathan Gannon? Absolutely. Thank you. Absolutely. Matt, what a fantastic call. We'll talk to you again soon. Sounds like a pod listener. Yeah, you use macro, so you you can tell. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, look, having Brian Flores on your coaching staff, yeah, that's awesome. Absolutely. I know. Good for for Mike Tomlin. Also, interesting he got hired. Well, I think Mike Tomlin is probably the one guy who could do that, right? The guy who has the the credibility and the cachet and all that to say, like, I don't care if he's blackballed from the rest of the league. I'm hiring this guy, and there's nothing you could do about it. Like, because it did feel like there's a real chance. We know how the NFL works. I mean, Colin Kaepernick hasn't had a job in – you know, it's ten, five years, whatever it is, seven years. Like th- this league blackballs people. It does. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I agree. So it's happy to see him get a job. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Chikori, what up, buddy? What's uh, going on? Guys? There he is. What up, Chikori? What up, I feel like it's been a while. Good to hear from you. Man, it's been a while. You know, I've been taking some time off. You know, stuff with the family. You know, some me time. But I'm nice. finally back. We all need me time, buddy. I feel you. Yeah. So let's get straight to it. You know, Carson Wentz. Um, I feel like, you know, last season from where he was at, you know, in 2020, he had a bounce back season throwing over 3,500 yards, 20 touchdowns, I mean, 27 touchdowns and seven interceptions. So, yeah, you know, but, what, but so here's the thing. And you're right that the numbers don't look bad. But if the Colts are moving on from him, like, that's it. That's the end of the argument. And, and again, really, he I don't lost think he's that as good. a 16-point favorite yeah. to the worst team in the league in a winning well, game of the last not, game of the season. Like, that matters. But he was the worst player on the field for that And also, they hit him this year, too. Like, the touchdown-interception numbers aren't that bad, but, like, if you watch the Colts play, like, he was an afterthought from an offensive perspective, which tells you a lot of what you need to know about him. But, yeah, but I feel like, you know, the Colts get rid of him, that would be stupid because who are they going to go to next? They don't have enough draft picks. Yeah, that would be interesting to see who replaces him. Sam Ellinger time. (laughs) (laughs) With the Ben Simmons thing with, like, Carson Wentz, I feel like, Carson will be remembered more than Ben Simmons because Ben Simmons quit on his team, and I think he doesn't. What did Carson do? What did Carson do? Well, Carson was in conversation for the MVP. Has Ben Simmons ever been in conversation for the MVP? Yeah, that was, but that was three years before he demanded a trade. Yeah, but I'm just saying. But why did Ben quit on his team and Carson didn't? They both did the exact same thing, which is I no longer want to play here. Well, okay, but I think he never he never acted like Ben Simmons like. 
Well, I'm not showing up for work. Personally, because the Eagles like, traded him right away. I think the Eagles deserve right. credit for getting – and look, it worked out for Maury, obviously. But the, how he like, bam, he took care of that quick. But did, did, did Ben Simmons ever carry the 76ers at one uh, point when, when Embiid was out? Well, yeah, there was no. that one streak where they won like 18 games in a row, or I mean, they were like 16 and two at the end of that one regular but season. But I'm talking about like important games. Like no, those were cup games. When did Carson carry them in an important game? I guess end of 19. 2019 and 2019. Okay, then how's it different from Ben? Ben did the same thing. He carried them at the end to get them in the playoffs. I don't remember where their seeding was, but they were in the playoffs either way. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, eight teams but, make it. Yeah, but it's easier but to I make just it. Feel like Carson, Carson will Barely. be more than Ben Simmons because because he at won least the Super Carson Bowl. showed. His height and Ben Simmons never really showed what he truly, truly could be. But um, I last with this draft thing, I felt like, you know, either way we should use this these drafts, these three first round draft picks on all day one starters. We don't need guys that's going to be, you know, sit out their first year, most of their first year. And also to Ellie, I'm gonna give you this point right now. All right. The Eagles should trade Fletcher Cox for at least a second round pick. Just to get like the dead cap money off it, mm. kind of like we last year we did with Carson. Yeah, Jacory. Because I feel like Fletch, I feel like Fletcher's on yeah. the downside. I think that's right an now. interesting thought, Corey. Great call, brother. We'll react to that. Uh, yeah, look, I, yeah, I I'm think sure they'd love to trade Fletcher for a second round pick. Exactly yeah. my response. They should trade Rigger for a first while they're at. Oh, great it. idea. Yeah. But no, to to Jacory's point, like, I, if if the right deal came around. But 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 I don't know. Like Fletcher is not what he used to be. Like he, but he's still a, in my opinion, of like a above average NFL starter. I think he's a, he's uh, closer to very good than he is bad. Oh, see, I think I think he's closer to average than he is to good, though. I think he's somewhere between average and good. But he's not someone I would just give away. No, like I'm not I I'm not trading I mean, for like he a is, six. It's a lot, like he, and when we're talking a price versus production, he's not great in that metric. You know, like yeah, he costs true. a lot more than what he's going to give you. And I, I understand why that's part of the conversation. But if you remove the money part of it, like he's still a, like a quality starter. Yeah, he's a quality starter. Two one five five nine two ninety four nine four. Let's go to Glassboro and talk to our guy Black Gritty. What up, baby? Go Sixers Radio. What up? <laughs> Guys, I like the little ha ha. That was good. <laughs> was good. Um, so I can't stand the Ben Simmons slander. Uh, not Ben Simmons. The Carson Wentz slander. Thank right? You, like you the Simmons dude helped me kid. get a Super Bowl. Dude helped me get a Super Bowl. He left. We know that the organization did him wrong and failed him. We know that he punked out and he left. But I don't even want to talk bad about the dude. I don't even want to talk about the dude. I don't care that he exists in the ether because he got me a Super Bowl. Yeah, so he helped. Like, Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Bring him back in and trade him like that. That's what actually hurts my feelings. Like, not that I wanted to yeah. I know. It was a joke, like, to be fair. Oh, it was a joke. It was I'm, a joke. I'm just saying how I feel. Like, when I hear it, I, it just makes me like, damn. Like, the dude got us a Super Bowl, whereas Ben Simmons just literally got baby fed and punked out at every opportunity. Unless he was playing against his girlfriend's boyfriend, unless he was trying to get into an all star game, he never. <laughs> well, to be, hold on, hold on. To be fair, Carson got coddled as well. Right? Wasn't that the whole I'm, thing? I'm, that like I'm not, I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not saying he didn't. I'm saying that at least when he got coddled, he got us to the pinnacle of something that we never had. Yeah, absolutely. During the regular season, he, yeah, for sure. I agree. Like, but that's my point I'm making is the difference between Carson and Ben is Carson helped win a Super Bowl. But in terms of like how they handled their exit, like quitting on the team, like th- th- it's the same. Like Carson also demanded a trade and put his team in a re- a much t- a much worse spot than Ben put the Sixers in. 
Not a much worse. Not he was the fr- he, No, but Ben but Simmons if, if you refused look, to play look, basketball. Like that's a, I can't believe Maury was able to and, get what he was. And, and and again, look look at like it's the Rams situation. Same kind of quarterback, same kind of pick. If they wanted to move on him for him to move to a better place, they could have done it. Like in a certain way that would have benefited them. We did instead of getting picked because we weren't ready to strike and make a deal where we could have gotten better at the position. So for the same kind of contract, those dudes had the same kind of contract. One team got to move on from that guy and get a Super Bowl win. We got to move on from that guy and get some picks because we weren't ready to make the leap because our team wasn't built that way. So, I mean, the, the, the trading of him could have been never, but, but Ben Simmons just refusing not to play at all, not to come on the court when our team is still built the way it was built. It's just, it's just bad. But again, and like Carson is- got traded before the season, so you don't know if he would have showed up. He would have showed up, though. Maybe. Who knows? Up. I think he probably would because in the NFL you do. But this idea yeah. that, like, again, this guy this refused idea to that play Carson, basketball. He Carson refused to come to work. Carson like, did not handle it any, in, really any more professionally than Ben did. Carson demanded no. out, period. Ben did well, the same thing. The difference is the Eagles traded Carson and the Sixers held on smartly because they got Harden. But that's the difference. I, I feel differently than yeah, that. Yeah, well I, said. I, I, I agree. Look, honestly, really way I agree with that overall. Carson but Wentz played on a broken leg, came out and got me a touchdown. He played with a broken back and still went out yep, there. Like, yep. the, the, the toughness and difference of one guy versus the other, now mentally they're both weak, but one dude still went out there even though he was going through whatever, like shrines in his locker room to somebody else, shrines outside the building he had to look at every day. Ben Simmons got upset because somebody said, you didn't put up a layup. Yeah, or like I, I don't. His coach said, I don't know if you can win a championship, but there's a point as a point guard. He's like, I'm out of here. And, oh my god, and, that and, was, oh my and, god. And and just because I know, I know we're good words, but just for that, like Glenn Rivers. Oh, uh, disaster! I love that you said Glenn. By the way, he, he doesn't I know, deserve yeah. it. I, will, I know. Until he gets me to to the uh, championship game, I won't call him that. But the fact that he got fired from his job because he does wholesale rotations and subs out the whole starting lineup for the bench. That's why I got fired, because they have analytics and said, hey, this is why we're losing. And he refused. He said, I have a feel for the game. I know how to do substitutions. He comes here. He's doing the same thing. He won't put one starter in the rotation, and we blow 15, 20 yeah. points. Oh, I can't even get it. I, I, I can't do Doc Rivers right now. Hey, I'm let me waiting. tell you something. No! Come here, Jamie. Always a great call from Black Gritty. 215-592-9494. Let's go to Jacksonville. Talk to Brahim. What up, buddy? Yo, what's up, fellas? How y'all doing today, man? What up, man? Good to hear from you. Uh, good to hear from you, too, Ellie. So, just real quick on, on the Carson Wentz thing, guys, like me, I'm I'm a big, the journey is just, imp- is, is just as important as the results guy. All right. I think in 2017, other than 04-05, guys, I moved here in Jacksonville, in in o four o five season, that's the year I moved here. The year we the, the year Jacksonville hosted the Super Bowl. Other than that season, the two thousand seventeen season was my favorite season as being an Eagles fan. And Carson Wentz yeah. was a huge part of that. I will never ever forget and and forget that. And and to me, it was just a uh, it, it's it's ungrateful and very disrespectful how so many of our Eagles fans just dismiss his contributions that season. And I'll I'll always love him. I'll always root for the guy from that. I do not think many fans dismiss his contributions. One thing that's been extremely consistent today is fans saying he helped them win a Super Bowl. So I get what you're saying about, like, people should just remember him fondly, but 
I think fairly so, there is a portion of the fans that feel upset about the way that he forced himself out. And also, like, there's some of those same aspects of Ben. Like, Ben not shooting is an all-time weird thing. So you can't, it's not apples to apples. But in terms of, like, you know, Carson never got smarter with the ball. He was doing the same thing in Indianapolis that he was doing here. Like, there was also, a, I don't know if refusal is the right word, but, like, an inability to, to improve. Ellie, can I touch on that, Ellie, real quick? I would quick. love you to, yeah, Real yeah. quick. Okay, so so with Carson, right, I agree with you. There there were things that he should have worked on, but I disagree with you when you say fans dismissed him because, because Nick Foles won that Super Bowl, you cannot deny that it seemed like half of the fan base had Carson Wentz on a very short lease in 2018. There was a lot of people calling for Carson to be traded in 2018 for Nick mm, Foles. There was definitely not a that, lot of people. Yeah, bring him. Bring him. No, 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 no. There were people, you know, uh, but it was like there was like Joe Gillio. It was like 90 10. I did not you say know, trade no, Carson he in didn't. 2018. He actually didn't. You're talking You're about the year after the yeah. Super Bowl? Yeah, he did. No, no, no. Okay. I thought they'd win the Super Bowl in 2018 with Carson. Yeah. Uh, okay, so so let's 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 switch to Ben Simmons. This this is my thing with Ben Simmons, right? The Sixers are are my absolute favorite team in the city. Like I I I met the entire championship 83 83 wow. team. I love the the Sixers, right? My thing with Ben Simmons is is that he had literally two things that he needed to add it to his game. Two things. Carson, I can say Carson had a lot more complicated things that he needed to work on than Ben Simmons. Ben I'm, Simmons had a jump shot and 70% from the line. That's all he needed. Brahim, and we would be unstoppable. I'm with, great call, and I'm with you, man. I, like That's what the most frustrating part of the whole Ben Simmons, outside of the way he left, like the whole Ben Simmons thing here, like it was just unbelievable. Even Forget the three-point shooting. Like, we all wanted that, whatever, and it would have been nice or whatever, but, but just become a free throw shooter. Like, just be able to knock down 65, 70% of your free throws, and it could have completely changed the complexion of what you could be as a basketball yeah, player. And, it's crazy. And I think another way this compares to Carson is, like, people want to look at it as, like, a refusal. And I think with the three-point shooting, that is a refusal. But also, like, Ben can't shoot. It's not like he's some amazing shooter and he's like, I'm not going to do it. He, he can't do it. But he could learn to be a free throw shooter. Apparently like, not. He's well, tried. <laughs> but I don't know if he has. Has he really tried? Is well, he, yes, you're right. He I won't don't... work with a shooting coach. It's his brother. No, yeah, like right. he's not really tried or really put in. Let's go to Middletown and talk to Tom. Tom A. Hey, what's up, James? How are you, buddy? Good to talk to you, pal. Hey, what's going you? on? What up, Tom? Hey, listen. Uh, I, I want to uh, you know join in with the uh, Carson a little bit. Um, yes, very very big uh, contribution to our first Super Bowl. Yes. But ironically, if you think about it, he could be a contribution to our next Super Bowl because by him playing ah, the snaps like that this. he had to play, yeah. that gives us a third first-round chip to bargain with, and we've got a guy that, that loves the deal, real deal. So does Ben so get credit got... if the Sixers win it? Uh... Like what's the difference? I mean, ben, ben, ben forcing out resulted in James Harden. You know what? I, I, I'll go with you there. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, mean, I, I don't think either of them deserve credit, but if you're going to say Carson, you know, it's more of a funny joke. Yeah, what it's, you're it's, saying, it's silly. I agree. Yeah. But. but no, it, it was like an ironic thing is what I'm saying. Like he helped us get our I think the most ironic part of it is that is that there's a really good chance that Carson Wentz isn't going to be on the Colts when the Eagles use that draft pick. That's the most ironic thing. Yeah. Yes. Or when they play and, him next and, year. And that, well, having two first-round draft picks compared to three, 
is huge. Absolutely. With, with, with a guy like Howie, I mean, we can get a blockbuster deal going on that could bring us to the Super Bowl. And, and I'm just, I'm just, you know, it was tongue in cheek, kind of like. I no, know. I know. I was just, yeah. It was, it was an interesting point. It's also interesting to think how. Daryl Morey and Howie Rosen were both handed, like, very tough situations. And both well, of them— One of them handed it to himself, but yes, go ahead. Who handed it to yeah. him? Legal situation. I mean, Howie Roseman is involved in that situation. So like, Daryl— Daryl is— Daryl came into Simmons. He wasn't involved in it. Like, he wasn't—Daryl came in, and Simmons but, was already here. But I'm saying, like, both GMs were— the, the players were at, asked for a trade. How is— Right, but I'm talking about Howie Roseman played a role in Carson Wentz wanting a trade. Daryl Morey did not— I mean, Well, I don't know about that. Like trade him before. But yeah, like, well— you're dismissing that, but Daryl himself has said he could have done a better job having a better relationship with Ben. Yeah, he's trying to be nice. To I, I don't think that. I don't think regardless. regardless, the point is both of them were faced a tough situation, and it seems both of them did a really good job maximizing the value. All right, now I'm going to bring up another point. Yeah, we need it quick, Tom. Now, you're up against it. Okay, a, a cheaper upgrade, okay, without using our three first round draft picks and all that. What do you think about Jimmy Garoppolo? I think he's an upgrade from what we've got right now. Tommy, great call. We'll answer that question coming up next because I think Elliot and I have different views on Jimmy Garoppolo. We'll get that get to that coming up next. And, again, where do you stand on Carson Wentz's legacy and, and the Simmons part of it? How different is the Ben Simmons thing from the Carson Wentz thing? It's Elliot. It's James. It's Go Birds Radio. We're coming right back. Nice. It's Go Birds Radio presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook. The one last time. Do you remember who this is this time when we talked about it last time? I just always get so embarrassed again. with these because I don't like. But we did this exact song, this exact. Oh, return. I have a terrible memory. I don't know who is it. Wu Tang. God, this is what I was gonna guess. Kind <laughs> of guess. And didn't I guess Beastie Boys? Yeah, you, yeah. There was something that was not correct in any yeah. way, shape, or form. So really, so, you know, it's 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 a tough question to be asked about something like that because if I don't get it, I look like very yeah cool foolish yes yeah, and, and when you don't get it the second time it looks yeah. worse it's yeah. worse yeah. yeah and what's gonna be more embarrassing is the next oh time. i'll get it next time <laughs> i will challenge accepted 215-592-9494 yeah. where do you stand on carson wentz's legacy and philly and how it compares to the ben simmons situation which we weren't planning on talking about but kind of just yeah happened and it is an interesting comparison i think the simmons thing is much worse you don't well i will say there's no question that on the larger uh kind of debate of how Carson will be viewed in 10 years, he will definitely be viewed more favorably than Oh, like, yeah. And again, like, while we say, like, you did say, and it is fair to say, without the championship, it might be different, but the championship yeah, happened. Absolutely. And it, you can't take and, out the equation. And, like, Ben was a failure in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Now, Carson never got to the playoffs, right, except the one time and he got hurt. So, like, he never had a chance, look, really, to be a Also, let's be honest, like, Carson didn't, like, until the end, Carson didn't have an adversarial relationship with Philadelphia fans. Yeah, you're like, right. You know, we all loved Carson until he started playing crappy and then didn't have accountability for it, and then it ended, whereas Ben, like, the whole time, it's been like, shoot, him talking, they love me, they hate me, the whole, like, there was right. nonstop, like, just, like, you know, uh, uh, an adversarial relationship between the two so, of us. It wasn't like a, a warm, open embrace. We love you, Ben, or vice versa. So you said something, and a, a lot of fans, not fans, well, fans, but a lot of callers have backed it up that where there's just an anger with Ben that there's not with Carson. And I, I think an anger towards him. And I understand feeling that way like because we're in it now. I just think it's important to note when talking about this that they did both quit on their team equally. They both I demanded don't think equally out. Equally is the, the right way to say it, but I get your point. I mean, well, they ben both didn't demanded. show up for games that happened, and whether or not the situation was based on on a, a like the timing of the season and all that. Like factually, the Sixers played games while Ben Simmons refused to show up. The Eagles didn't, 
Yeah. Carson Wentz showed up and was a backup for four games. Like, whatever. Like, you still got to – I mean, I know they're different situations. That was before they demanded the but rego- before he demanded Right, the but trade. the point was after he got benched, which is when he said he was out, you know, in his head or whatever. Like, he still was. So, like, I mean, that is different. Ben Simmons stopped showing up for work. Yes. Boom. Because in the NBA – like that's how that's that's how you get a trade. Facts, buddy. Yeah. Bottom line: two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Let's go to Southwest and talk to my guy. What up, Ike? How you doing, pal? What's up, y'all? How y'all? What up, Ike? Yo, hey man. Yo, here's the thing, man. I, first of all, I don't even care. Like, I don't get in my feelings about none of them. Good. You know what I'm saying? That's a really I healthy. Win. I wish I had your. your I, I wish I didn't don't. have so much angst and 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 hatred towards Ben Simmons. I wish I wish I could do that. Yeah, yeah, I, I take I, it too personally. You 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 on one with him? Like I, I take it like personally. This. It's a good time know, to be Jalen Reger not catching James Vitriol. Jalen Reger's a saint compared to Ben Simmons, as far as I'm. Yeah, but the only thing, look, I kind of agree with Elliot. They both they both wanted to step off or whatever, yeah. and and you can't. It's uncomparable because we don't know what what Carson would have did. Or whatever, like if it would have got to that point with training camp and the games and everything. But like, I just think Carson like, handled it better. Whether or not, like there oh, was, yeah, not, I agree. Yeah. Man, I, How? I was going to say that I agree with that. Well, no, I agree Sim- with it. I mean, we really no, want to get in the whole Simmons thing. Go ahead, yeah. Ike. No, see, and here's this is a couple of things I disagree with you on. Yo, Simmons was ready to roll after they was try- you when you said that uh, Maury didn't create it. It was a report. And it was like a little uh, thing written that said that Simmons wanted to roll when they was trying to trade him after he was trying to trade ah. him last year. Yeah. Well, that and, and that's was su- the one that, and yeah, that's super a, weak. A, like, if really you play in the NBA, that you yeah. got to take that. But the the real reason, let me just say what I really want to call about with the Sixers. Y'all, y'all got me calling y'all to talk about Doc. You know what I mean? I think it was like say, I love this. Doc just gets going. Let's get gets people going. Yeah. What you got? Let me tell you why. No, no, I'm I'm on the opposite side of you y'all. What defending Doc? Let me tell you why. Because I'm down the middle type of person. Every I think a lot of stuff that y'all and a lot of people are upset with, I'm upset with too with his, some of his uh, patterns of rotations. But people don't people don't be balanced and tell the truth. Coming into last year, which was his first year, even though it feel like it's been longer, everybody had the Sixers as a sixth seed or something yeah. like that, and they exceeded their their possibilities. Coming well, but they lost year. in the second round. I, I mean, you can't get pet, as the fair. one seed at home. No, hold up, hold up. That's fair. And I'm just saying, I, I said I agree with a lot of stuff. I'm just trying to balance it out because the stuff I'm saying don't never get brought up either. The other thing about it is, think about this year. We without our other big-time player, a $30, $30 million gap in there, and he have us in the top four, only yeah. two and a half games. I, fine. But, okay. no, but everybody giving B props, and he deserves it. But Doc had to keep a lot of that together because a lot of our players missed a lot of games with COVID now, and stuff like that. Like as but, you, as usual, you make some good points and, and great. Yeah, but I agree with y'all. I agree with y'all with Doc. He he deserves a lot of this stuff. Yeah, I mean, look, the I history, just want to balance it. And and we appreciate it. Ike, we love it. All right, y'all be easy, man. Yeah, and look, I I do think like he does have a like I think you look at Doc's history and the most three to one collapses and all that type of stuff and and he he owns that and he has to own that or you know I don't know if he personally does but right. we will own that. For for him, um, but I do think, like, to the point, I do think I think Doc's a bad in-game coach, as we talk about with the staggering of minutes and and all bench times and all that. But I do think that as a motivator, as a guy who people in the league look up to and respect with good reason. I mean, the yeah. playing career, the coaching career. I mean, 
few people have done as much as Doc Rivers in the league. The whole thing with the Donald Ster- uh, Donald uh, Sterling thing in L.A. when Doc basically was was basically like in charge of a team in turmoil and handled, I forgot he was involved. Handled it perfectly and and had that team together and they did the the warm up jacket thing and the whole thing and ultimately got Donald Sterling out, which he should have been. So I, I think Doc like there is a a, a cachet and a, and um, a credibility to Doc that he has earned and deserves and matters. It's just the in-game stuff is incredibly frustrating. So I think the, the thing with Doc is he was hired to be special and to take them over the top. I don't think he's been bad. Like, to, to Ike's point, you know, I think he also deserves some credit for, like, Tyrese Maxey developing. Like, you know, there's those things. He's the, sure. the head coach, and the coaching staff has done a And good... also, a coach doesn't lose you. Like, ultimately, talent right. wins and loses. Exactly. It matters. It's a factor, but you're not losing because of your coach. But I think when you, you when they brought in Doc, it was the okay. This is the guy to get them over the top because mm-hmm. Brett was getting them, them to the second round. Yeah. And I think that's a disappointment with him. He's not done a bad job. He just hasn't been special yet. Let's go to Texas and talk to our guy CJ. What up, Siege? Gentlemen, how's it going? What up, CJ? Hey, Elliot. What what's what's up with you and Carson, man? Like, <laughs> what for you, you to put him in the same category <laughs> with me is like crazy. Well, Thank why, you, why? CJ. Like, I, I'm not even. Why? Because it's a thing where you look at, you say, hey, Carson, you say he quit. Carson asked, I'm going to tell you the biggest difference. It's like somebody saying, hey, this relationship not working. I think we need to go our separate ways. That's Carson. Okay. And your girl just cheating on you. That's Ben. Yeah. No, no, no. The the difference is, the difference is Carson went and said, I don't think this is working. We should go our separate ways. And Howie was like, all right, peace. And Ben just didn't show up for work. Ben just said, I'm not coming to work. Because Carson was traded. Because Carson was traded. You can't overlook that fact. What happened with Ben was he said, we should go our separate ways. And Maury said, when when I'm ready. Yeah, but Carson was traded before the the season. That's the point I'm making. The idea that. But hold on. You keep saying that like that's some great thing. Like, oh, we don't know. It's a huge. We don't know. It's a huge piece of. Facts when discussing this, people saying Ben quit the on case, the Sixers. Carson also quit on the Sixers. Okay, okay, call it, time out, time out, time out. Everything, no matter how stubborn we say, you want everybody wants to say Carson is, he's always tried to handle things the right way. All the crap that happened with him, I ain't saying he's he's absolved from it, but the Eagles did a lot of stuff. We can't say that about Ben. Like, oh, they did a lot of stuff to cut Ben's legs off on him. You may not agree with them drafting Hurts. Guess what? It messes with a quarterback's head. I, I, I've said multiple said, oh, times and at the time that that was, that was unfair to Carson. Yeah, what did the Sixers do to Ben? No, that's what think about Nothing. it. That's what think about it. They didn't like say he's like the best kick. point guard ever. Like that what, ben, so, like, so it's so different. So think about this, though. If you get a side chick, and I'm like, okay, you got a side chick. I'm going to let you be with it. I let me go on by my, That's what Carson said. Hey, y'all got another quarterback. I've already been through a lot of here. I don't want to be here no more. I think it's best for both of us to go our separate ways. You can respect that for at least him saying, hey, I just want to go my separate – I'm going my own way. Then somebody just saying, hey, I'm just not going to show up. If Ben had to just say, hey, I'm, I don't want to be here. I'm not going to get paid. People would have been like, man, it sucks. But at least he didn't go after the money. People have literal hate for going with Ben. I don't agree with it because I'm just like, don't hate no man. But it's like you have a bone with Carson. No, like, I, I don't really think that's – You really bone nah, with Carson. Nah, nah, nah. Nah, look, no, Carson's been the most like important. It. I said at the beginning of the show, Carson is an influential athlete for me in my career of covering teams because of how interesting it's been. I don't have like a bone to pick with Carson. I just think it's an incredibly but it comes interesting off topic. Like you do. Well, I, 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 I guess maybe if it does, I can't. But then you say, but then you say, go get somebody like Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins has a way better offense around him, and what has that got him? 
But yeah, no, I, I don't want to bring a guy with that type of price ticket to come from Minnesota to come here. I, like, Kirk Cousins wouldn't do nothing in Philly. I did not say well, I would definitely know, trade for Cousins. Sir. What I said was— CJ, great call, yeah, man. Great call. It's phenomenal. Yeah. But what I said was that Cousins— the Eagles would be better with Cousins than they would be with her, with Hurts. But Hurts was your guy, though. Yeah, and he got him to the playoffs, but I don't know if Kurtz can be, like, the guy to get them to the next level. So we know we what Kurt Cousins like, is. Hey, we don't know what Jalen Hurts is. When we were is. telling you, like, hey, Hurts isn't the guy, you was like, no, Hurts. Well, I was right. They made the playoffs. Everyone was saying they were going to be terrible. They weren't. Like, they, but look, so hold on. What was the reason to make the playoffs? It, it made, I told you that earlier in the season. It makes no sense to go out to making the playoffs if you're going to get thumped for no reasons. And we got thumped by the Cowboys. Yeah, they were backups. But still, we got thumped. I live in Texas, so I got to live with it. Yeah. And then we got thumped Don't care about in the playoffs. That, but I care so about like, the playoffs. It would have been better if we didn't. CJ, great call, man. Look, I, I don't think it would have been necessarily would have been better if we no. didn't and all that. I, I don't agree with that point. But, I de- you know, obviously. I think it's good that they made the playoffs because it helps the Nick Sirianni. Like, now, look, they have to build on it next year. If they come out next year and they win five games, then making the playoffs would have meant nothing. But if this is the first step, it's like when the Phillies made the playoffs in uh, 07, right? Like, if I'm not mistaken, didn't they get swept that year by mm-hmm. first the Rockies? Rockies? And then the next year, they went and they won the World Series. So I think it can be a step in the right direction. Let's go to South Philly and talk to Anthony. Yo, Ann. Jimmy, how are you, buddy? What up, pal? Hi, Elliot. What up, man? Listen, I'm gonna give, I want to give both you guys uh, ammunition to argue against anybody that thinks Carson Wentz is anything but a backup quarterback in the NFL. And I was specifically talking about your nemesis, Elliot, Ike Reese, and John Ritchie. All right. You, your you, nemesis. I yeah. like that. <laughs> Listen, just go to YouTube, put once in a search bar, about 10 video clips will come up. One clip is entitled The Ups and Downs of Carson Wentz. It's done by Kurt Warner. It's called Quarterback Confidential. It's a podcast he has. All right. It's a devastating expose on Carson Wentz's lack of knowledge of how to read even the basic NFL defenses. He breaks down his game tapes. His kid can't even count the overload of defensive backs. Say there's three defensive backs against two on one side of the field. He's trying to throw the ball into it. Yeah, I don't think he has any idea what he's looking at. Nothing. And, and, he, and we're in year Nothing. six. You know, this is not like talking about J- – and I don't know if Jalen Hurts will ever know what he's looking at, but at least he's 23 and has played a year plus. A there's a chance at least. Wentz exactly. is what he is. Yep. And, and when these guys quote these numbers, Carson Wentz to you, Jim – you know that he leads the league in interceptions that have been dropped that he's thrown? I totally believe that, Anthony. Wow. I, didn't, I, I totally that. believe I, it. Listen, Hembo's got these, these, these statistics. He leads the league in quarterback fumbles, leads the league in dropped interceptions. This kid has done nothing. Listen, that first year he played, what you saw him running around doing all them Houdini acts, that was him holding the ball too long because he didn't know what he was looking at, and he was getting away with it because he wasn't hurt yet. Yeah, Anthony, fantastic call. That's exactly right. Carson Wentz had the athleticism to be able to get out of the situations that he put himself in because he didn't know what the hell he was looking at. And then when he lost that ability, when he, and that's the thing, even with the ACL turn, it was a bad one, remember? It wasn't it was, just it was like yeah. ACL, PCL, like, even if it's 5%, 10% of that athletic ability, like, that's enough to not be able to do the stuff that he needed. To well, do. the other thing, while people are going on YouTube to find this clip, like, if you just watch Carson in 2017, he looks so much more confident. Uh, in the and process. also so much more he athletic. Let's tall. be honest. He's faster. He looks more nimble. Like, yeah. he looks more agile. But just that aside, like, in the pocket, he looks so much more confident. 215-592-9494. One more segment to go for Go Birds Radio. John Johnson coming up next. It's Elliot. It's James. Let me remind you one more time. 
that one of the things that we love most about our Park Sportsbook app is that it's not just about the teams and only picking teams when you place your bets. They offer all kinds of actions and so many different ways to bet on individual player performances. It makes watching the games so much more exciting in hoops. You can bet on points, assists, rebounds, and hockey, bet on goal scorers, and so much more, plus with the live in-game betting and the wildly popular same-game parlays. The Park Sportsbook app is custom-made for you, and that's why it's the only one that we here at Go Birds recommend. And honestly, just watching these games, it's so much more fun to have a little action on it. You're just more invested. It is a blast. The app's fun to use. It's easy, intuitive. And if you sign up now, you make your first bet risk free on your favorite player, your favorite game you're watching, or bet on any game. Just download the app and get your first bet risk free up to $500. Go to parkscasino.com slash PA and use our promo code GOBIRDS. That's G-O-B-I-R-D-S to get your first bet risk-free. Your risk-free bet is refunded site credit the Park Sportsbook app. The website has all the terms and conditions. It is Go Birds Radio presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook. Elliot Shore Parks, James Seltzer with you. Moshe Kravitz. Bouncing around back there. in the producer studio there. Big fan, apparently. Yeah, this is his song. It's a, I mean, it's a banger. You can't go wrong. Do I definitely know the song. I can tell you who sings it, but <laughs> I know the song. What's the name of the song, Elliot? Yeah. Bounce around. No. <laughs> Jump around, I guess. Yeah. Right, and who is it by? Uh, see, I, I don't want to guess because it's embarrassing. It's Cypress Hill, buddy. I was going to say Pull something like that. You, you, you set yourself up for this because you told us you know the name of the song, but not who sings yeah. it. True. Without, to, true. without saying the name. I'm no longer commenting on music. Yeah, that's probably a smart move. I'm going to yeah. force you to, but okay. I, I agree. Right. It's, it's fun to fight back. 215-592-9494. Let's get as many calls as we can at this segment. Let's get to Montgomery Bone. Talk to my pal Mark. How you doing, buddy? How's it going? What up, Mark? So, listen, I was kind of bummed about the Brian Flores thing, but I realized we don't need a linebackers coach because we don't have any linebackers. Oh, on there it is. Rim shot. Is. All right. So, in all seriousness, the chief difference between Ben and Carson, and Ellie, I think you're dealing in a little bit of uh, revisionist history here. Carson left his entire, like, pieces of his body on the football field. The reason – he was physically diminished is because of the way he played fearless. Ben couldn't even dunk a basketball. And Carson, say what you will about his ability to read defenses and his stubbornness and his ego, he at least played every game like he was willing to die to win it. And okay. See, but so- I, I think you're doing a little bit of revisionist history, too. Let's not act like Carson had some beautiful, elegant way to force his way off the team. Like, people were mad when he did that. The Eagles did not want him to, to go. But the point he's making I, is at least it felt like Carson gave of himself to Philadelphia. Yes, with Ben Simmons, it felt that. like the opposite. I completely get that. But at the end of the day, both quit on the team. Like, that, that's the same. Did, I disagree with you completely. I think the Eagles were done with him. I think they drafted Jalen Hurts in an offseason after Carson Wentz was the first quarterback in NFL history to throw over 4,000 yards without a receiver breaking 600 yards, So if I'm correct. I, so, I think so instead that they, of getting suitable replacements for Deontay Burnett and Greg Ward, they gave him uh, Jalen Rager and his replacement. And I think that the Eagles, I mean, there's, it's not a coincidence that Nick Sirianni got up at his press conference and stumbled around for an hour because he was given the mandate to not say anything. And if, Carson was going to be their starter. It's very simple. You say Carson's our starter. Mark, yep. great call. But, but Carson had asked out. But also, who do you think wanted to trade more? I, the Eagles wanting to trade Wentz or the Sixers wanting to trade Ben? 
I don't think there's ever been a team that wanted to get rid of someone more than the Sixers wanted to get exactly. rid of Exactly. So th- that makes what Carson did worse then, right? The Sixers didn't even no. want Ben. But that's because of what Ben did. No, but they wanted to trade Ben last year, Only too. for James they, Harden. It wasn't yeah. like they just wanted to trade him. They wanted to trade him for James Harden. And regardless, like, the way Carson played in 2020, the Eagles probably wanted to trade him, too, anyway. Yeah, I like, they didn't want that guy to be their quarterback. Yeah. No matter what we say, like, he was the worst quarterback in football in 2020. I think it's the question of, like, what the Eagles wanted, I think, is so interesting because they will tell you, like, they did not want to trade Carson. Not just at the podium. Of like they'll tell right? us that. But. Yeah, I, well, that's what I'm saying. I think it's a very interesting question because I think there's some truth to that because, as we've talked about a lot, I don't think they view Jalen as the next guy. So I think maybe internally they would have rather seen if Carson bounced back, but it's just so hard to believe they use a second-round pick on a guy they viewed as a career backup. Let's go to Ocean City and talk to Chris. Hey, pal. So enough of this Carson Wentz apologism and sympathy theft that's been going on all week. All right. So first off, this is a guy who spent his entire life being spoon-fed, told that he's the greatest thing in, in, in the world. Came to Philly with that same attitude. And if you haven't read it in a while, go back and read that Stan Laquito article. And remember, he wasn't playing for the Philadelphia Eagles. He was playing for the Philadelphia Carson. Mm. And you mm. referenced it a little bit earlier when, when Nick's on the Super Bowl podium holding up that trophy – his first retort is, that's going to be me next year. Oh, Chris, like, Not- look, I, I've made all these yeah. points. I, I don't disagree with any of it. I, my, my, like, blanching at it. And, again, I was talking about what ultimately down the road I will remember about Carson first. It'll be the fact that Elvis won a Super Bowl. But I don't like any of how he left and all that stuff. I just don't think it was as as bad as what Ben said. But Simmons a lot of what said. he just said in describing Carson, not specifically you, but lots of people have, have used when describing Ben. Spoon-fed, always been told he's great. Blah, 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 like, right, egomaniac, all that stuff. Like, what he just said about I Carson. I just think Ben was that times a million. I think Ben was okay. worse in that case. Like, Ben was m- even more of, a, of an example of that than Carson. Chris? And, and, and that's where I agree. Like, I don't really see a difference between Ben and Carson, and that's why I'm so surprised at the differing opinions. Yes. I mean, Carson forced his way out, basically stole $100 million from the franchise, sullied professionals' names like Alshon, made Doug almost have a nervous breakdown and gets fired. And then after he left, he went and disillusioned a whole other franchise to the point where they're ready to bail on him. And I think it's going to be fascinating to see what people get back for him. And Nothing. The people that they're not going to get I think they're going to cut him. Yeah. Yeah, I think or get like a six. Yeah. That could be like a fourth. And, uh, yeah, and I don't know if it's like because he donates to charity or whatever. People think he's a good guy. But don't let that blind you to who people are uh, as themselves. You know, there's a lot of people who donate to charity. Chris, uh, bad people, no, so. fantastic call, man. And, and look, again, I, I definitely am not trying to be like the Carson defender. Cause and anyone, I'm not trying to be the Ben Yeah, defender. and everyone who listens to the show knows how I have right. felt about Carson and all that. I just think compared to Ben, it's not as bad. But look, I think you make compelling points that, like, Carson definitely was not, is not, uh, um, you know, he's not absolved. Like, I'm not absolved know, of this. It's and, not like they had some peaceful meeting and he was like, you know what, I'll do whatever you want, <laughs> but... I'd rather leave. Like, no, he wanted out. He quit on the team the same way Ben did. Let's go to Brookhaven and talk to Brandon. Hey, Brandon. Hey, guys. I wanted to talk about get involved in this Carson thing. Mm. I agree with a lot of you guys say that Carson thinks it wasn't him. He's the end-all, be-all. But I wonder what you're thinking right now. Um, you just went, got traded to a franchise that had pieces around you so you can perform and do well, and they didn't do it. They, they did not do well. So I wonder if he's actually going to be humbled right now. I do think he's going to end up on another team. What team? I don't know. But I wonder if he's actually going to take coaching now. 
Yeah, um, I do think his attitude coming off this could be different just because I think when he left the Eagles, it was a lot of like and people blaming said the that, Eagles yeah, and not blaming himself. Howie, blaming yeah, the jail and thing. It's hard around. to blame everyone. You know, now you went to the perfect situation that you hand chose. You yeah, said, send me to Indy coach. with Frank Reich in this situation, ready made a playoff team last year. It's hard to, no matter how much you don't want to accept responsibility in, in your quiet moments, it's got to be hard to to not see the, the connection. Yeah, feel you think he'll be a starter somewhere, though? I mean, I think if he wants guys... to be, yeah. I mean, like, I, I mean Brandon, good plays, call. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I think probably, I think probably he'll get a chance somewhere, whether it's a Washington or a Pittsburgh or someone for like, but I don't think there's any way they're committing to him past the year. Like, I think Carson yeah. is like, you're our guy for this year. Yes. And then we might have drafted someone. We might be driving someone next year. We might be trading for someone. But like for this year, we'll give you a shot. I think that's the best he can get. Yeah. I mean, it might be like a two-year deal where they could cut him after one year, but they own his rights for the second year. But I agree with you. Yeah. Let's squeeze one more in here before we get out of here. Let's go to Sam and PA. What up, Sam? Hey, hey, how you doing now? I'm going to try to be fast. Love it. Um, look, drafting a quarterback, which is what they did to Wentz, results in Wentz saying, okay, I'm pissed off. I want out of here. The same thing with Ben Simmons. When you are on the team, you lose the game, the coach publicly states we can't win with you, then it's time for you hold to up, say, I'm Hold up, hold up, hold up. The coach did not say that. The coach was asked, can you win a title with Ben Simmons as your point guard? And he said, I'm not sure. That's, That's what he said. No. It's very no. no. It's very different, man. It's uh, very different. It's different, but it's still me, a hurtful comment. Yeah, okay. it is. Ben, I'm not mentioning it. The guy just he... lost him the series. Yes. What's he supposed to be like? Oh, Ben's the best ever. Like no, he had already no. done that all season. Ben handled he it poorly. He called him a treasure. Yes. yes. He called yes. him a freaking treasure. Yes. It, he Ben handled it poorly, but what Doc said was also messed up. Not like, messed up. Be yeah, true. So I'm saying all I'm saying to you is, you know, I agree. Is I'm saying to each of those players. They then responded, right or wrong, you know what, time for me to move on. But they don't just get to move on because they had contracts. This is where the owners and the leagues messed up. They don't hold players to contracts, which encourages other players to do the same well, thing. Well, yeah, Sam, that's a, and, a, and we're up against a good call. Like, there is a whole player empowerment discussion of this. I mean, just the fact that Harden and Simmons were traded for yeah. each other shows it's you how it's right different. But, but the thing that is unique about Ben Simmons is no one has ever done it with four years left on his contract. No one has ever done it in that first deal when they were restricted free agent, yeah. re-signed with their team to the, super, to the max contract they can get there. No one's ever done it. Like, this is the first time anyone in the NBA has taken that long in their contract and, and yeah. pulled this move. So anyway... What a spirited discussion! Interesting there. discussion. Yeah, I, I love a good surprise. Stuff. Interesting discussion. Yeah, when you're 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 talking about something else, someone brings up a point. It's like boom, there it is. So we had an awesome time today. Thank you to Dan Wilson, Moshe Kravitz, doing an awesome job behind the glass. Thank you to our buddy Tom from Abington being back yes, on the show. That was super cool. And then of course to everyone else who called in. We literally could not do the show without you. So until next week, he's Elliot. I'm James. Thanks for listening to another edition of Go Birds Radio right here on 94 WIP.